Welcome back to One on One. Andrew Posadas, Jimmy Sullivan here. And now it's time to talk more about baseball and what's happening on the diamond. And to do that, it's our pleasure to welcome our next guest to the program. He's a writer, reporter, the social media coordinator for Major League Baseball and a sports writer for the AP. Adriano Torres welcomes us now here and joins us on One on One. Adriano, welcome to the program. What's going on, fellas? It's a, it's a pleasure um, to, to join you guys this morning. Yeah, and Adriano, let's get right into it because I, I want to talk about the New York Mets first and, and Jacob deGrom and what he's been doing. I mean, he has career-high 15 strikeouts against the Nationals. His career ERA is now at, at 2.55. That's that's lower than Tom Seaver. That's the best in franchise history. When you think about what deGrom's doing right now, is the hottest ticket in New York watching a Jacob deGrom start? right now that to me besides the Knicks and the Nets I mean he has to be this guy has been awesome um carrying the team uh behind his you know on his back like he did last night and his first other um starts of the season I mean what he did last night was just incredible you know it was mowing down that Nationals lineup although they were missing Juan Soto um he basically you know provided his own offense too when he came up in that inning with that uh opposite field uh double um, down the left field line, you know, to put him up 1-0. And then he came up um, in his last at bat of the night and got another hit. I mean, this guy could do it all. It's really incredible. And, and Adriano, I think it's interesting when you look at the Mets right now, they're a game above 500. They haven't hit at all. Yeah, their pitching staff's been incredible. DeGrom, Stroman, you know, David Peterson's been good. How encouraging is it, do you think, that you know this offense has not gotten going for one reason or another, and yet here they are, first place in the National League East, and uh, able to rely on their pitching, like DeGrom, like Stroman, as much as they have? I mean, they um, they had – they've I think pitching is going to be their forte, right? Um, I mean, they have one of the strongest uh, rotations in, in, the, in the National League by far, right? Perhaps all of baseball. Um, compared to uh, some of the teams out there. And just imagine when they bring in uh, Carlos Carrasco uh, and Noah Syndergaard, you know, in a month or two. I mean, who's what team is going to be able to perhaps, you know, put out uh, consistent, you know, pitching, starting pitching night after night after night. But like you said, you know, the, the offense has been shaky. Um, but that's perhaps prob- probably uh, due to um, the the slow start, you know, that they've had, obviously. Um, and and also you got to, like, figure that their first three games of the season were completely wiped out because of the uh, COVID situation down in, uh, in D.C. with the Nets. Yeah, and Adriano, it's interesting because, you know, we talk about struggles, but yet we mentioned the Mets, they're eight and seven. They're in first place. And I think last season when we talk about the Mets struggles, they'd go through stretches, you know, where the bullpen would fail them, you know, to get those last six, nine outs. And the Mets just couldn't overcome that. But but this season, it feels like, you know, even with struggles, they're still in first place. Once the bats start to wake up and everyone starts to hit like we know they can from top to bottom, I mean, just how scary is this Mets team when they're firing on all cylinders? Pretty scary, I would say. I mean, we saw J.D. Davis uh, came back uh, this week, right? Um, and he's put up some, some pretty good at-bats for them. I mean, Nemo... Uh, at the top of the, at, at the lineup, um, a guy's been unstoppable. Um, you know, Leeds, uh, is, 
leave him set. It's like what, like a 570 something uh, batting average. We saw what he could do last night, you know, uh, table setting it for the team. I mean, um, you just have to wait for the team, you know, to get going. Um, obviously, those guys are going to hit. They've always hit. And it's just a matter of time be before that uh, offense uh, gets clicking. Let's move to the other side of town now. Let's move over and talk about the New York Yankees. They haven't quite gotten clicking yet. They have won their first two games as we record this interview against Cleveland. How concerned are you about this Yankees start, what you've seen from them so far? How concerned do you think Yankee fans should be at this point in the season? Yankees are the Yankees. They're going to hit, but um, it's been pretty concerning, you know. Um, I think it's a club that's either, you know, they're going to hit the home run and and drive in that run or they, you know, could get shut out. Um, you know, like we've seen like the last couple of nights, I mean, uh, before the uh, Cleveland series, right? But, um, I mean, they've, they've struggled. They've had some guys that have been, like, in and out of the lineup, right? Um, and it's just, I guess, like a matter of time before, like those guys, like you said, they'll get clicking, um, they'll start hitting. Yeah, and Adriano, I mean, we're still in April. So just the first month of the season, we have a much more left to go before we get to early October and the end of the regular season. And we saw earlier on, you know, in that series against Tampa Bay, fans throwing baseballs on the field, just showing their disgust. I mean, we know Yankees fans are passionate and they want to see a winner. It's been uh, it's been since, you know, 2009, since we've seen a championship. But what do you make of, I guess, fans overreacting and kind of just taking this first month and thinking that this is going to be the case for the rest of the season? I mean, we've, we've seen their struggles in the past couple of years, right? Um, in the postseason where they've like failed to come up in the clutch. And like, these are just fans that are perhaps um, starving um, more, you know, for that uh, 28th chip, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like imagine Mets fans, if they were like acting the same way. I mean, like Mets fans haven't won a title since haven't seen a chip since 86 you imagine what they would do if you know if they act reacted the way those Yankee fans you know acted in that series and you know like lettering in the ballpark and all that stuff but um like I said like a lot of these teams you know um a lot of these both uh batters they'll go through you know their early season struggles um I mean these guys are creatures of nature then again you have to you know take into consideration um that he haven't been able to perhaps um put in like the off off season work that they perhaps would have uh, put in in the seasons past due to everything that's going on, you know, with the pandemic and everything. I mean, just taking into consideration last season, um, those guys didn't know when they were going to start. You know, we had uh, guys like Peter Alonso, you know, who had like a down year. Um, Bell from the Nats uh, over in Pittsburgh, you know, he had a down year. A lot of these guys had down years, you know, so you just have to just wait for these guys to get going, you know, uh, warm up and, you know, Yankee fans, they shouldn't um, worry like these guys are going to produce. Staying with the Yankees here, I think the one piece of solace for them so far this year, the bullpen has been outstanding. Like they've gotten contributions from everywhere. They've really been terrific. How big do you think that's going to be for the Yankees as they move forward here, as they try to come back from what has been a, uh, overall a bad start to the season i would say since um like under under boone um you know they, they've shown that i guess that that piece of the puzzle right where like the you have your like your guys are going to go like deep into the game but they could also shorten the game you know 
and they've you know the Yankees have made sure like in the past couple of years to you know lock down like that seventh eighth and ninth inning you know they that's that's one thing that you gotta you know like give it to the Yanks um they have been able to you know, to get those like pieces, you know, that could bridge, you know, from, you know, from the seventh inning, eighth inning, and, you know, hand the ball over to, to Chapman, unless, you know, it's a call out there, you know, who could perhaps, you know, go eight, nine on any, any given night. And Adriano, I mean, there was some criticism not too long ago of, of, of players like Gary Sanchez and Glaber Torres that they weren't running hard enough to first base and not playing with as much effort. And a lot of people were, were bringing that back to Aaron Boone and his role as a manager and making sure that he keeps his guys disciplined and fired up and playing hard every single game. Uh, how much importance do you take uh, from this slow start to Aaron Boone? And, and how long do you think uh, until maybe there are stronger rumblings that, you know, maybe Aaron Boone isn't the guy right for this job here in New York. Nah, just, I think that's just people overreacting, you know, like, like we said before, these, these guys, they'll go through their slumps, you know, um, you know, they like a guy like, like Davis, um, you know, like, like Torres, you know, he, he's been like a little bit shaky, like here and there. Um, but that's just like the player, you know, uh, reacting. Um, I mean, obviously you want these guys to run out every ball, right? Um, but it's just, he's got to like, just look at it this way, you know, like these guys are going to produce all year, right? And they do go through stretches, you know, they are human, you know, and sometimes you might like roll a ball over, you know, to third base and you're probably thinking that you're going to probably drive the ball the opposite way, you know? It's just you really can't like buy, you know, like too much into that as far as like saying that these guys, you know, might not care or, you know, that they're not giving like a hundred percent effort. And as much as I think Aaron Boone has gotten the heat for this, maybe rightfully so, there's also the angle of looking at it from the front office point of view and what they did in the off season for this team. As you look at this Yankees roster, do you think they did enough to improve this team to meaningfully contend, not just for an American league pennant, but for a World Series, because you know they're going to see whether it's the Dodgers or the Padres or somebody else who's really, really good in the World Series if they get there. Do you think the Yankees did enough in the offseason to improve this roster to really make the expectation to be pennant or bust, basically? I mean, like if, if perhaps like uh, on the starting uh, side of the rotation, perhaps they could have um, brought in like another arm. Or, or two, you know, just to um, perhaps uh, cover, you know, like your your end. You know, we saw what happened with uh, uh, Domingo Germán, who, you know, started out slow and he had to like, you know, fill in his spot. Um, but like, if you look at the lineup, you know, from one through nine, like who else are you going to bring in? You know, like who else are you going to bring in to take Gary Sanchez's spot, who's like one of the premier hitting catchers, you know, in the league? Um, who, who are you going to come in to take um, judge's spot, you know, Hicks, uh, Stanton, you know, um, like, who are you going to bring? Like, is there anybody else? I mean, who are you going to bring in Trout, but who are you going to, like, that guy's not going to come over here. Like, let's just, like, you know, be serious. Are you going to, you know, who are you going to bring in? Like, there's not that many guys that you could bring. You could perhaps, you know, bring in somebody that's going to be at the end of the bench, like they did with um, Odor. But that's those are maybe perhaps like the only like little changes that you can make where you could perhaps bring in somebody that's going to be like your, you know, your um, like in basketball is going to be perhaps like an eighth or like ninth guy off the bench, you know, like 
who are they going to bring in? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the Yankees and the Mets, how they go moving forward. But it looks like they're on the up and up. Adriano, before we let you go, I do want to switch over and talk about the NFL draft real quick. Just a few days away, the Jets have the number two pick. It looks all but a formality that Zach Wilson will be selected by the New York Jets. Are you sold on Zach Wilson? And what do you think about that for the New York Jets? Listen, man, the Jets are the Jets, you know? It doesn't matter, like, who they bring in. Sometimes, like, they always seem to, like, mess it up. And hopefully, like, with this kid Wilson, you know, he might be the guy. But we've seen, like, you know, season after season after season where they'll get, like, all of these quarterbacks. Um, you know, this guy's supposed to be the man. He's supposed to be, like, leading the Jets, you know, to that first chip. And it's the Jets. All right, we'll leave it at that then. <laughs> Adriano Torres, social media coordinator for Major League Baseball, sports writer for the Associated Press. Adriano, thanks for the time and appreciate you stopping by here on One on One. Thank you.